This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. After our conversation on stage at Outing the Past, exploring queer black histories, C and I took a walk through the countryside to continue our conversation. I had a particular question about themes in their work that speak to a desire for invisibility. But as we approached a group of fenced-in and curious cows, our conversation took quite a turn. It's like a... They don't have their mothers. It's like what? I don't know. It just feels ominous. Well, it's because it is. Like a foretelling. These cows are slaves. They're chattel, just like black people used to be chattel. Served for the bodies, this property. Not seen as living beings who have emotions and have relationships. But they do. These cows probably didn't get to know their mother because their mother was slaughtered. Mm. So they just have each other for the very short time period that they have alive on this earth, which is probably about five years for them, even though it should be 20 or so. Wow. Now I'm going into the, like vegan teachings and I should stop myself. Well, I'm just <laughs> curious about how, I think Angela Davis is a vegan, right? I think so. And she talks about that, that inconsistency, that incongruity, right? Between mm. this desire to, you know, this push for for black life mm -hmm. and a recognition of our history that doesn't then extend to other sentient beings. Right. Right, that stops with us. Right, the, at, the, at the most, dogs. What do you think that is? I don't know. I have an idea. Well, I don't think that we've been immune or inoculated from anything anyone else has been, right? Like, I think mm -hmm. there's this idea that Black people are somehow naturally morally superior and naturally have made, have, 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 have blockaded themselves from capitalism and all that. It's not true, hmm. right? All of us have gone through this system together. Mm -hmm. Even though some of us have been at the bottom of that mm -hmm. and will continue to be, it doesn't mean that we have somehow just automatically, naturally oh, no. foregone any of the teachings of living in the West. You know, there is no respect of of life that doesn't produce for consumption. Mm. A part of me thinks that perhaps we treat animals as less than. So I'm talking from purely a black perspective. Because we need something to feel superior to. Mm. 
Yeah, historically actually, we haven't had that. Yeah. And by by feeling superior to something else that makes us feel better about our our existence, where we're not superior within our own race. But that superiority is based on like a. Oh, you need your mom. Like a like a like a tor- like a a sadistic sadism, right? Mm. Like it's how white people treated and treat black people. To take one example, mm-hmm. was sadistic. Yeah. It was, it was vampiric. Mm-hmm. It was. They reveled in it. Right. right. But even the people that didn't revel in it, though, they just kind of went along with it without actually thinking. Yeah, okay. Trying to understand why it's part of their tradition. They just accepted it. Yeah. So that blind acceptance is, has a huge play in all of that dynamic, too. Fair. Yeah. You know, we're standing here, and these cows are literally looking at us yeah. through a gate. And there's shits all over the ground, the concrete ground. They've got tags in each of the, well, yeah, on each of their ears. And they're all children. They're not babies, but they're children. Yeah. They deserve a better life. I mean, I'm not saying it's a bad life. They're not caged up indoors their entire lives. Yes, they, they do get to go outside and get fresh air. But it does make me feel really helpless to know that there are still creatures living in England mm. that are in captivity. And that, like, they're not just pets. They're not like animal companions. This is property. And pretty soon their body parts are going to just be consumed or thrown out like garbage. Oh, bless you. That was a big sneeze. <laughs> At Kansas State University, they have, um, they have put cows on display, living cows, and they, like, they cut open the side of the animal so you can see their stomach. And you can see how the stomach moves when they're eating and digesting food. This is a living animal that they're doing, though, this too. Yeah. And I always think, didn't, didn't something similar happen to black people when it came to like testing out medicines and surgeries and things yes like, it is. I know it's it's probably problematic to constantly be comparing black bodies to animals but especially if you're a white person doing it I don't yeah. recommend that there's a big problem with that but I feel like there are a lot of similarities that I just cannot ignore and I always want my ethics to align with my actions. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I, I do try to be more mindful about the things that I do and the things that I put my money towards. We were talking about chocolate earlier and how like, yeah. it's self-care, which I totally, I totally stand by that. Eating chocolate is self-care. That's something that's good, that makes you feel good. But I do make it a point to be like, is this chocolate ethically friendly? You know? Yeah. Is it using cow's milk, which will then you know, perpetuate the whole animal cow agriculture. You know, is the cocoa being 
harvested by child labor in some African country or are adults actually harvesting it for a fair wage. And so I will buy that three pound chocolate bar yeah. as opposed to the one pound chocolate bar because it's an indulgence anyway. It's not something that's necessary for me to live off of. And why, why be a part of, you know, the discrimination, the, the system that is disempowering people and animals if I can help it? Yeah. I try to stand away from that as much as possible. Obviously, like, there are some, some situations where I just can't avoid it. Like, I get on an airplane every now and then to go to America, and that's a huge cost to the planet, you know? Um, the pollution that it causes. But as long as you're aware about these things and you try not to overindulge, I think it's, a, it's fair, because, like, you have to exist. You have to live your own life and pave your own way. Existing as a human being in today's world is, is that constant negotiation of what is wrong and what is worse. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it's not funny, but it's funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know what I mean, though, yeah. right? <laughs> yeah. Like, there's, there's things like there's nothing that's right, but mm, gotta keep going. I, it's so funny you said that because I was literally thinking that as you were speaking. I thought, what can we do? Yeah. As in, right? Like, <laughs> if it's not... Right, it's like surviving under capitalism is already mm-hmm. this this you know, monumental task to then, you know, torture ourselves. It have to be dramatic, right? No, but, but it is torture. I'm not going to eat that Cadbury's chocolate bar. Mm-hmm. It seems like one of those small punishments, but it's not a punishment, in fact, when it has repercussions far beyond us eating it and not just that like say you're not you're not able to afford that three pound three pound fifty chocolate bar but you need some self-care and chocolate is exactly what will work for you in that moment buy that Cadbury's chocolate because it will help you move on to the next day you know but be mindful that like that's something that's not sustainable that you really shouldn't well this is something I remind myself that I shouldn't be doing every day because I have I have set ethic limits, ethic limits on myself, and it's okay to like break your own rules occasionally. Yeah. But when you start breaking them constantly, that's when it becomes a problem. That's yeah. I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. I hear the answers you're speaking. Yeah. I don't know that I have any ethical values. Sure you do. <laughs> I don't think I do. <laughs> Just don't hurt people. Oh, there's, Try not to there's hurt people. one. There's one. Um, uh, you know, but I don't. I, I mean, I have values, but I have values I live by. Right? Be vulnerable. Mm. Create spaces of intimacy. Give yourself to people freely. Mm-hmm. You know, don't expect things in. You know, dude, like you know, ethical values about being a good human. Yeah. I think I when I say I don't have ethical values, I wonder if those values have have yet extended to nature and, and other sentient beings. Mm. And I don't think they have in, in any meaningful way. Do you recycle? Kind of. Kind of. So like, <laughs> the very, the, you say kind of, but you don't say no. Yeah. So I it means that there's that presence. I think it about exists. what I put in the bin, yeah. It exists then, like. Yeah. Maybe you just don't push yourself to consider it as far as some people do. Yeah. But that doesn't mean that you won't one day, you know? Right. And it doesn't mean that you're a bad person. 
Yeah, <laughs> like no. I hope I'm not making you feel no, like a no, terrible no, no, person. No, 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 it's making me really think about that that process that we. And I'm just I'm sorry I'm thinking a lot. I'm thinking about the the implications of ethics on identity. Mm. That's a that is something to explore. Um, I know when I when I first started. You know. Sorry, the implication of identity on ethics. I mean, I yeah, 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 right? yeah, like, yeah. Hi, hi. Sorry to interrupt. Hi. Yeah. Um, Josh, I'm Alan. Hi, Alan. I've just worked with you on your gay times. Oh. And then recently with Lady Phil for Oh, fantastic. ID. Oh, great. Um, I was, right. I basically am writing a book yeah. um, called Queer London. Um, and I was wondering if I could drop you an email about it and perhaps take I would, a coffee. I would love that. Okay, yeah, thank 100%. You. Yeah, Great. nice to, nice to thank see you, you again. Bye, thank you. Um, like, yeah, so the implication of our... Because I'm thinking now there's a... And as Angela Davis said, right, there's a dis... There's something discordant, right, about being an LGBTQ activist, being a black activist, not living by the tenets of freedom mm. for all sentient beings. I get that. It's inconsistent. It's inconsistent. But at the same time, right, there's, the, I, I don't know what my resistance is. I'm like, I just want to enjoy the steak. <laughs> <laughs> but like, I mean, I don't even need red meat anyway, right? Yeah, but right, like, right. <laughs> it's the, it's the, it's, it feels like I'm holding on to the idea that if I wanted to eat red meat I should be able to mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. but that in, in itself is a is a straw man it's a red hair it doesn't make sense right no. it's just why should I be able to eat that piece of, of red meat because that piece of red meat it somehow equates to like freedom sure fine and power what's wrong and what's privilege yeah. yeah and then yeah. those are things that, and access and access yeah. yeah and those are things that you know marginalized people like ourselves don't get automatically when we're born those are things that we kind of have to learn how to acquire and kind of have to work for it and Mm. earn it with hard work and diligence and so things like you know eating a piece of red meat or eating a piece of cheese which should be common things then like when you lose that or you're being told to give that up it feels like you're being you're giving up a piece of your own power yes that you worked hard for yeah yeah when all I wanted to do was to move through this space like everybody else. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's just a bloodbath. Right? We live yeah. in a bloodbath. Yeah. Yeah. That's perhaps the reckoning. <laughs> right. There is a reckoning. There is. We have blood in our hands, all of us. All of us. Which is not a judgment call. I think it's just necessarily. Mm. I, I think it's just... It's something that we ha- I haven't confronted mm-hmm. because why would I confront it? Right. <laughs> what right. the fuck else would you like me to confront? Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's honest. Yeah. The thing is, though, like, it just comes down to the fact that we all can be doing better. And if once we hit the, the wall of stagnation, when we think, nope, we're doing good. We're achieving this one thing, and so we are at our prime. That's when we really start dropping off in our potential. Mm. We should be continuously challenging ourselves to do better because we can always be doing something better for ourselves and for the planet and for those around us. Thank you. 
connected. Yeah. I kind of wish that would happen on stage. Yeah. Well, Shit. we have it now. <laughs> These private moments are always better. Busy Being Black is the podcast exploring how we live in the fullness of our queer black lives. Thank you to our partners, UK Black Pride and Blackout UK, and to you, the listeners. Remember this, your support doesn't cost any money. Retweets, shares, ratings, and reviews all help, so please keep the support coming. Finally, thank you to Anthony Giles, a queer black Grammy-nominated producer based in New York City for these bomb-ass Busy Being Black beats. Ashe. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.